Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hey there, everybody. We're finally here, and Larry says he's going to make sure we get our full hour. Welcome to Croctober. Hey, Big R. Hey, Big R, are you there? Can't you hear me? Now I hear you. (laughs) I didn't even do anything. That's weird. I just... (laughs) Okay, hi, everybody. (laughs) Well, here we are. We're doing it for uh, the first time in a brand new way. You know how when you have a recipe and you go after it um, in a new way? Randy, I mean, Larry, am I safe to let you go? Let me go, let me go, let okay. me go. Okay, okay, okay. Thanks so much. I just, because I'm on speakerphone and I, I want to keep the sound, uh, yeah. Hi to the baby, though, and hi to Rachel. Thank you. Yeah, we had problems. Uh, I think we're going to still get our full hour, but we... Counting down. We're what? Counting down. Sounding down? Counting down. Okay. we get a full hour. We get a full hour, yeah, and we're (laughs) counting down. So here we are, first time on Team Talk, first time doing this live. And I am, first of all, super, super glad that Randy's feeling better because Randy had an awful week of not feeling well, and we weren't sure how we were going to do this show. But I am equally wanting to say a huge thank you to ACB students and someone in ACB students who saw the message I posted today on leadership and forwarded it to uh, her um, her boyfriend or someone wonderful in her life. And so we have a guest already. Yay! Welcome, Ty. Yay, Ty. Yay! Welcome. Wow, I'm so excited. And welcome to Croctober. Welcome to Croctober. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So um, every now and did then, did you know that you can uh, also do Thai cooking yes. in the uh, crock pot? <laughs> but we don't want that, Thai. Roast, we we don't want Thai cooked in the crock pot. Now listen, no, we don't want to roast you, Thai. <laughs> and I think Thai is already an expert at team talk because he was pointing out things that might help, but we were really having a bigger problem with our our stream and our connection, and I had to call Larry, and he was out for the evening and brought his laptop. What a good person. You know, that is is. just a dedicated, good person. Yay, kudos Mm. to Larry. He's still on in the background. Larry, would you want a a brand muffin? A brand muffin? Yeah, we're making some brand muffins. In the crock pot? No, but I think he'd like one. (laughs) (laughs) You can bake in the crock pot, though. So let's uh, let's go back. Uh, Let's talk first. Ty, I'm curious. Have you done any crock pot cooking already? Um, I actually have done a little bit. Um, I'm I'm. I tend to cook more on the stove, to be totally honest, and just let things like simmer, so soup and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would really like to get more into the crock pot. Cool! Wow! And I are... know my family used to cook like pinto beans. Um, so I'm, my family is Hispanic, so pinto beans are kind of like with potatoes and chili or 
something that we, we tend to cook a lot. So that goes in the crock pot. Okay, yeah. Great. And are you living in a in a dorm situation or are you still are you living at home? I'm just curious. Um, I actually was living in a dorm for a while, but I moved in with some friends. Um, it tends to be a lot cheaper. Yeah, to live sure. Off campus. Uh-huh. So. What are you studying? I'm doing computer science, actually. Oh, wow. Cool. That's great. All right. Very, very cool. So, all right. Well, um, Randy, you're in good company here with somebody in computer science. I am. <laughs> Are you a mad scientist, Ty, or uh, just a regular computer science No, I person? tend to leave the basement sometimes. So. <laughs> I think he sounds like a pretty happy scientist, not a mad one. <laughs> well, it is almost Halloween, you know. It is. <laughs> oh, I, I guess I have an idea, then. By the way, I can hear myself in the kitchen. So we are... Ooh, I'm scared. <laughs> You can hear yourself in the kitchen. Good. Well, I got my OO tunes on in one of my ears. So, crock pot cooking. So, mm-hmm. Randy, when did you start using a crock pot or doing any slow cooking? Do you well, remember back in the old in, days? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I started out in the 1960s. Okay, me too. Actually, yeah, about 1968. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. And in those days, plugged in your crock. And there was two settings. Yeah. Uh, there was low and high. Yep. And the crock was totally in the crock base. It yes. would could not be removed. You know, I had I wished when they came out with the ones that you could remove, I wanted one. I wanted one so badly that when I was in away at college in graduate school. Um, my crock pot fell off the refrigerator and the inside came out. So I, I said, well, that was quite a way to get, you know, one where you could take the inside <laughs> mm-hmm. out. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we were talking about griddles like George Foreman's, right? Mm-hmm. Well, one of those fell off, <clears throat> excuse me, off the refrigerator and hit me in the head. Oh, no. And oh my put a big goodness. dent in the side of my head. And would you like to know how the uh, George Foreman turned out? <laughs> Did you? It was completely bri- broken, <laughs> wrecked. Wires hanging off. The from plates your... were hanging o- open. <laughs> from your head? <laughs> from your hard head? So was it that your head ex- that did that or the floor? <laughs> it, hit, well, it hit both. First it hit me in the head, then it hit on the floor. Oh... True story, guys. That is funny. Well, now let's let's do a little safety with a crock pot okay. first. Okay. And you guys will have to pardon my voice because I've been a little croaky lately. Oh, you don't sound croaky. No, you don't. You sound fine. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, when I first got my removable crock pot liner, that was about probably in 1972. And I didn't know any better and I had made a glazed peach pork roast in the crock pot complete with all the trimmings and it turned out really well so I put it in the crock put it in the refrigerator stored overnight brought it back out 
didn't know how I was going to heat it. In those days, we didn't have microwaves. So I set it on the stove, turned it on, went out in the other room, started watching TV, and I heard this Uh-oh. clank. Went out. Everything was running all over the stove. Oh, My glaze man. was on fire. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there was a big crack in the side of the crock. Oh, a crack in the side of the crock. Now, that sounds like it should be a song. It, it is. A it's a blues song. tune from 1960 <laughs> or 72, rather. <laughs> but don't ever, guys, put your crocs on the stove. No, not your shoes or your or your pots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh yeah, I don't think I did that, but I can see how somebody could think you could and even put them in the oven, you know. I can imagine. Wait, cannot do it. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. They will break. Crockpots aren't meant for heating things that that have already been cooked. Well, my first crock pot was a rival, I think. I don't know if they were the very first to put them out, but I feel sentimental about those the co- the cookbook because it was two volumes in Braille, and I think I'm going to have to go look for it because my favorite vegetable soup recipe is in there. It's a soup that cooks for 24 hours, mm. and it is so delicious. It smells good. The broth is just oh so good. And it's in that rival cookbook. Um, that's probably so the problem with. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just saying the problem with crockpot cooking is you have to smell it all day. So if you're <laughs> hungry, I like to cook and eat, but you have to cook and then wait oh, multiple that's... hours and then eat. Yes. Definitely not fast food. That is true. That is true. Yeah. What's the best thing you ever made in a crockpot, either of you? can tell your mind. Ty, do you have one? you want to go ahead? Um, my grandma and I used to make an enchilada casserole. Oh, wow. And so it, I want to find the recipe. I'll have to ask her for it. But it's, um, you just layer a bunch of stuff on top of each other. And it ended up with so many leftovers that we would actually freeze them in bags. And then you could actually just heat them up later on whenever we so it was kind of something that we could just reheat now you've never you've never had me over for dinner right no i don't think so well (laughs) there would not have been any left (laughs) i assure you i don't know about debbie but not me oh that sounds so good but i know if you got the big r around oh boy (laughs) randy's randy's affectionate nickname is the big r that's and mine true. is the woo woo wacky witch hazel. <laughs> yeah, so you're in good company, Mr. Mad Computer Science Person. So my probably favorite recipe was that vegetable soup. My least mm-hmm. favorite crock pot recipe was one out of that rival book. And I tried it two or three times with different company, those poor people. It was the worst, though. I tried it on low. I tried it, I don't know... It was a tuna casserole recipe, and that pasta did not work in that recipe, in that crock pot. Have you tried anything with pasta, Randy? I'm trying to think if I have or not. I think I may have made a minestrone a long time ago. 
I've seen recipes um, where they say it's okay for soup, but I think the pasta probably needs to go in a little bit later. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know in the pressure cooker it's totally different. Oh. Um, oh, yes? Well, speaking of pressure cookers, because that's another form of, well, it's not really slow cooking. That's a, Oh, not at all. But you wanted to talk about them tonight, and we can, but I just wanted to tell you, I, I wrote you earlier about the slow cook oven, or the pressure oven that Wolfgang Puck has out. Wolfgang Puck? Yes, Wolfgang <laughs> Puck has it out on HSN. It's today's special, and oh, my, no. my roommate picked it up. It's a pressure oven that you can cook a whole 14-pound turkey in an hour. Well, Des, I'll be over. Okay. I have cooked a turkey. I am coming. I am. Okay, you do that. I've cooked a turkey in the crock pot. Oh, have you ever done that, Randy? Either of you? Legs and wings. Oh, I've cooked a turkey even stuffed or a roasted or a chicken that's stuffed. Oh, chicken, yeah. Stuffed. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I mean, mm-hmm. it's fallen apart. So in college, I had a dorm room with a kitchenette. It had a two-burner stove and a sink, and it had a refrigerator that was fairly decent size. I mean, I've seen smaller ones. This wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't like a household one, but it was it was adequate. And um, I was... I didn't have to share that room. So, man, I cooked up a storm in that room. And my crock pot was absolutely... And I had an electric skillet that had Braille on it. I had... um, Oh, I had my, my, you know, electric mixer. Not the broadcasting kind, but the one for mixing up items. And (laughs) all my pots and pans and utensils. And, man, I went to town. I mean, a lot of people in the dorm cooked. We also had a main kitchen with a with an oven and a and a stove but I did I was known for cooking up I mean just tons of stuff in my room and inviting people over I think the best thing that I've cooked in a crock pot remember maybe four shows ago five ago mm-hmm. oh by the way this is our 13th show. This is our 13th show it's a baker's dozen and it's kind of lucky Started out unlucky. <laughs> well, unlucky thirteen. We're into our second dozen. How about that? We so are. we started a new tradition to at least sometimes come in here and do team talk and um and so we had a little bit of initiation, beginner's luck. So how do you like us live? <laughs> And you can right. you can come in if you're listening. You go to yeah, ACB Radio Lounge. Go to acbradio.org and go to the lounge and use Team Talk if you have the client. And come on in. We're in the lobby, and who knows what we'll serve up. We'd love to talk to you. We could. I know what we could do. On the count of three, we'll say what a crock. All right. Are you ready? One, oh, two, ready. three. What a crock. What a crock. <laughs> <laughs> now, the best thing I ever cooked about four or five shows ago, we talked about this, the steak and bacon rolls. Oh, that's right. Yes, oh, you heavens. did. Oh, Ty, if you want to know how to make steak and bacon rolls, it's on um, our podcast that was maybe uh, show was number about bacon. 10 it was it, yeah we did one on baking and right after that we did one on bacon so we went from baking to bacon 
from bacon to bacon. Uh, you you got my interest with steak and bacon, so I'm gonna go oh. check that out. Oh, you have to, man. Or did we um, go do bacon to baking? I don't know what we did, but anyway. I think we did baking to bacon. I don't know either. I yeah. don't know. At our age, I can just <laughs> speak barely for your, remember. Speak for yourself, honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was one but, of your uh, best, huh? Yeah, I I would say so. Um, we've made an awful lot of neat stuff through the years. Yeah. Um, another good thing that I can... Oh, here's one. Here's a real simple one, ladies and gentlemen. What you want to do is take chicken. And I find that the bone-in chicken is usually about the best. Okay, yeah. Take off the skin. Mm-hmm. Put it in your crock pot. You don't even have to brown it if you don't want to, but if you want to brown it on top of the stove, you could. And this is called Neapolitan chicken. I made this probably my second dish in the crock pot. Uh, this was back in about 68. <laughs> um, put your chicken in the crock pot after browned or not browned. Take a jar of spaghetti sauce, pour it over the top. Put some potatoes in there. Some carrots. So that's why they call it Neapolitan chicken because the three things in it: vegetables, chicken, and spaghetti sauce. That's cool. And when you pull it out of there, uh, everything is in one pot, of course. And you just take the parts of the chicken out that you would like, put them on your plate. Take the vegetables out, put them on your plate, and then you can take that wonderful sauce and mm. pour it over everything mm. and it is just great yum one of my most um, one of my most novel exciting kind of fun things to make in the crock pot that often surprises people is um, I've seen it called party mix but it's what we often know of as Chex Mix it's often made by a lot of people in the oven and you can buy it already made. You know what I mean, uh, Ty? All those mm -hmm. cereals and spices and sometimes yeah. it'll have nuts and different things like that. Well, it's real easy to make it in the crock pot. Um, if you like the different Czech cereals, you can buy them. And I usually get corn, rice, and... Um, Corn, rice, and um, they have a there whole is wheat, I believe. there is wheat. There's another one. Um, I can't think of what it is right now. But um, sometimes I uh, mix Cheerios and different kinds of nuts as well. And then if you melt a stick of butter and add um, some Worcestershire sauce, and I don't remember exactly how much but this is this is an easy recipe to find and if you can't find it um you can email me um for it but um uh then you add your spices um like uh garlic and onion you can add them as salts or as powders um you can add paprika um i like to add some cajun spice sometimes to really give it a kick and you mix all that up, and you pour that over the cereals, and you turn it on high and stir it often over the next couple of hours. And after about two to two and a half hours, you turn it to low and stir it every once in a while. Um, you know, for I sometimes they say you can keep it there another few hours. 
I just usually keep stirring it for another half hour, hour, and then I pour it into um, a, a kind of a container and put a tight lid on it, and <coughs> voila, there you go. I mean, it is just wonderful. You never put the top on. Oh, I've had a dish like that once. I do want to try that. It's so fun. It's I like it much easier. The first time I tried to do it in the oven, I burned myself trying to stir it. So Ooh, I nice. love it. I make it every year, and I have a five-quart crock pot. So I usually do a couple batches of it and just put it in, uh, you know, put it in Ziplocs and give it as a gift. And people are just, they love it. I mean, it's just, it's really good. And you can have fun with the flavors and the seasonings and, um, you know, I probably what I would suggest is to let it cool down after you turn it off, let it cool down before you put it in a, in a container just so that it, it won't, um, there won't be any moisture or anything, um, you know, because that way it won't get soggy, but, oh, it's so good. I so think maybe actually, before we go ahead, Ty. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say like, that's something that's worth talking about too, for people that are new to crock pots in general. Um, especially if you're in a dorm, like if you have a, a bigger family or multiple people, you want a bigger one. But if you're mm-hmm. in a dorm, mm-hmm. you can get smaller crock pots that are easier to transport. Yes, you um, can. But also you can get ones with dials so that instead, like the one I have was given to me and it's got way too many buttons on it. Really? Um, but hmm. the ones that I really liked are the ones that have the dials on them because you have low, medium, high and, you can just set it to whatever you need to and obviously you lose with the buttons you can do like automatic shut off and things like that but mm. I've never I've read yeah. about them but I've never seen them I the one I have now has high low warm and off it's one just I one have has high low have oh. has high low and auto oh and what auto does it puts the temperature at high for 45 minutes and then it kicks it down to low mm. so it's got a little itty bitty automatic transmission built into it and the neat thing about it is you can hear it you, it goes run 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 no just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um, but I am serious about the automatic transmission it really does kick down to low huh that's interesting hmm? Um, and Ty, what, what, were you about to say something else? No, I think that okay. was it. Um, I actually, one of the best Chex Mix recipes I had was like chocolate covered Chex Mix. Oh, wow. And I was curious how that would actually translate into the crock pot. Like, I don't know if you could, um, I, I don't know if you could get chocolate into that kind of a recipe. Well, you probably, you probably could if you just um coated everything with it and then um you know turned it off and put it out on something so that it could harden like the chinese new year candy or the worms that they talk about using chow mein noodles and chocolate or chinese new year candy using chocolate and, and butterscotch morsels and peanuts um so yeah you probably um I would. That's what I would recommend. Randy, with that much butter, it would probably be easy to do too. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Deb. You wanted to suggest something else, Randy? Um. Something. Yeah. We are about 
22 minutes in. Shall we run a spot? Okay, from when we actually started, though, that's what I don't think we... And we started at 8.16. Okay. All right, so let's see. Now 8.38. Here we go. Okay, good. I'm Live. glad you're keeping track. So here mm-hmm. we go. Uh, here's to tweet us. How would you like to submit a recipe to us? Just tell us the recipe you'd like to submit on Twitter at ACB Hazelnuts. That's A-C-B Hazelnuts. H-A-Z-E-L-N-U-T-S. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Just tweet us. I wonder who that voice is. God, I was really good. <laughs> I think he sounds just as good now as he did then. How about that? Oh, come on. <laughs> so I have 10 tips for cooking in a slow cooker that I thought I'd share because this might give some of the uh, kinds of fundamentals that new people uh, might want or anyone who happens to like these. Okay, number one, use the size of slow cooker called for in each recipe. It's best if the slow cooker is two-thirds to three-fourths full, but being half full will also work. Slow cookers range in size, like what you were talking about, Ty, from one quart to six quarts. The recipes in this particular magazine call for the size of cooker that works best for each recipe. So I think they, they in a lot of recipes, and I've seen this with bread machines too, they'll say, well, if you're using this size, use this much. And if you're using this larger size, use this much. So, um, But yeah, so if you're going to make it for... Um, you know, two people or it's a side dish, then a smaller one might work. If you're going to have a large crowd, then you might. And some people often have a couple of sizes of crock pots. Um, Two, don't lift the lid during cooking. I read this over and over again, and I was always one who liked to lift the lid. (laughs) Each time to smell it and to sometimes taste it and to just stir it because I thought that was a good thing to do. But each time the lid is opened, 15 to 20 minutes of cooking time must be added. The recipes do not require stirring during the long cooking time. Did you know that, Randy? I did. You did? Well, see, you're just so smart. Okay. (laughs) Three, browning meats before placing them in a slow cooker is often recommended for better color of the meat as well as to lower fat and and improve the flavor and overall appearance of the entire recipe. Now, it what I know is that it may improve the appearance, but it often also improves the taste and it can add to the ability to get some kind of a gravy out of it if you want that later. And so um, I find in browning I try to have a large enough skillet so that the food can all be spread out and not so toppled on each other. And I feel, Randy and I both, touch our food. And it feels different when it started to get browned versus when it's um, not browned. Raw. Yeah, when it's raw, it's <laughs> yeah. slimy. And when it's browned, it's getting a little rough around the edges. <laughs> like me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll call you brown so brown bread. <laughs> what what tie? The two things um, there. The scent, the smell, also changes as it starts to brown. Yeah. Um, but if you don't have a skillet, or if you have a lot of meat, like some of them call for a lot more meat than others, mm-hmm. and you can't do it in one batch, split it up and do it in multiples. 
And yes, it you can. It takes a little bit longer, but it's definitely worth it. So that is a very yep. good point, Ty. That is mm-hmm. excellent. All right. Number four, prevent darkening of peeled potatoes by covering them with a liquid in the slow in the slow cooker. Um, so, yeah, liquid over potatoes does help, but you don't need to usually add as much liquid as you would if you're cooking it on the stove. You can add far less, and it usually it multiplies. Um, five, do not add extra liquid, just as I said, to recipes prepared in a slow <coughs> cooker because no evaporation takes place. Ingredients may appear dry before cooking, but be sure to follow the recipe. Um, six, when there is a cook time range, such as 8 to 10 hours, foods cooked for 8 hours will be different than if cooked for 10 hours. After 8 hours of cooking, large pieces of meat can still usually be sliced, but after 10 hours, the meat will shred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and you know, I find with vegetables that I like to often cook at least an hour on high because if I when I didn't, some of them like carrots and potatoes would still be hard even after 10 hours. Have you found that, Randy? Mm-hmm. Either one. Yeah. Okay. Seven, almost done. Add tender vegetables that require short cooking times, such as fresh tomatoes, mushrooms, and zucchini at the end of the recipe. Cook time to retain their color, texture, and flavor. Um, Yeah, add them near the end so that the cook time will retain their flavor and all that. So, okay. Eight, because many of the liquids that remain in a slow cooker after the meat and vegetables are removed, are very thin, they may require thickening before being served. This usually takes only 10 to 15 minutes, and the results are worth the time. Be sure to use the flour amount in the recipe and cook for the recommended time. Be sure to use the... Yeah, it says flour. Okay, amount in the recipe and cook for the recommended time to remove the raw flour taste. Yeah, so, they're trying to tell you about gravies. Gravies, yeah. And I used to make mm-hmm. gravies, doing a roast and all that. Nine, frozen foods, such as vegetables, should usually be thawed before adding them to the slow cooker, unless they are added near the end of the cook time. Yeah, I used to have to add a pack of mixed vegetables to that wonderful vegetable soup. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said add them frozen in the last two hours, so... Um, Ten, never reheat food in a slow cooker for food safety. Leftovers should be placed in shallow containers and refrigerated within two hours of cooking. So, there you have it. And don't put your crock on top of the stove. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't. That's tip number 11, by the big R. (laughs) By the big R. That's right. (laughs) Pardon me. So... I was looking around and noticing a number of interesting books, and Bard has some books. I think Bookshare, Amazon, on Kindle, I found a book a few days ago of a thousand crockpot recipes, and oh, wow. you know, I, I can't find a table of contents in it. There, it says there is one, but it's very um, huge categories, not one that breaks down the recipes. But, oh, I was just, my mouth was watering. It 
you know, I'm not eating as much chicken lately, but I certainly saw some chicken wings recipes I want. And, oh, lots and Probably lots of soups. Really good. A cauliflower soup, Randy, and a broccoli, uh-uh. couple different broccoli soups. Um, and lots of bean soups, Ty. Lots of bean soup recipes. Now, is this uh, one barred? On, just one, one unbarred? That is on Kindle. I sent you the Kindle. email with it. I sent you the email. It was a ninety-nine cent book. I sent it to I, you. I saw it. Yep. Okay. On Bard, okay, thank you. On Bard, I saw um, "Fix It and Forget It." I saw one with eighty crockpot recipes by someone who worked hard to teach people a lot of ways to not just set it and forget it, but to do different things with their food. He said, "I know people like to just." throw things in and not do anything with it and leave for work and come back at the end of the day. And that's great. But he also strives to teach people a lot of things to do to make things taste even better. And so he teaches a lot in that book. And that it has 80 recipes. And I found that on Bard. Another one was 175 recipes. Those didn't look as good to me. Um, But... Um, anyway, and then there's Sounds a good. crock pot one that I think it's Betty Crocker, and I think National Braille Press might have done it a while back, and that's what I was just reading out of. Interesting stuff. Yeah. How about a couple of recipes? How about? Okay. Two comes to mind, or come to mind. A couple of favorites that I like. Uh, one of them is fairly simple. Again, we're doing a roast beef. Browning, just brown it up. Now, what I like to do with my roast is add garlic cloves. I'm really lucky because I have a device called a Denny's meat tenderizer, and it's a. I explained this a little bit earlier, a um, couple of shows back. There's about forty prongs that poke into the meat, so I put some garlic cloves into the meat. After it's brown. And the reason is because if you put garlic in too early, it will burn. So you put your garlic in. And then I place it in the crock pot. And I add Lipton onion soup dry. Put that over the roast. And a can of mushroom soup. Or two, two cans if you want some good gravy. Or else you could do like a, uh, Yum. maybe a beef concentrate soup, mm. which they do have. So you can have one of, one of each if you want. My favorite really is the mushroom soup. And then you can, a lot of people say to put your potatoes on the bottom mm-hmm. and then put your meat on top of them. I never do. I just put it around the sides of the roast if it's a fairly big one um, add my carrots now root vegetables are are, are just that they're are underground vegetables and they're tougher so they tend to take a little bit longer to cook but I put everything in the crock pot and about maybe on low for eight or nine hours, it's done. 
Now, there's one that is even simpler than that. I know I had two recipes. I've got three, but I don't want to just talk and talk and talk because <laughs> I'm getting hungry too. <laughs> one is another. One is a roast beef, mm. and I don't, I don't brown that one. I take um, a dry packet of Italian seasoning mix. Um, oh, I forgot. Layer the bottom with onions. Set the roast on the bottom. Little uh, Italian dressing and some Lipton onion soup. And I don't even add water, liquid. It was really strange. You put it in the crock pot on low for about five, six hours. Oh. I don't add any veggies to it. Mm. And I let that cook and simmer with no liquid in it. It makes its own liquid. Mm. And you have got some pulled roast beef that you can pull apart. And add the au jus. That's just the jus that mm-hmm. juice that comes with it uh, after it's done. Or you can just pull it apart and add some BBQ sauce um, with sandwiches or on sandwiches rather. And uh, that's my two roast beef recipes. So my experience is that a roast beef in a crock pot typically tastes like a pot roast rather than an oven roast. Is that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but boy, yeah, it doesn't you... get brown unless you brown it. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite is a rib roast or a nice, uh, like a arm chuck roast. Oh yeah. Oh, please. <laughs> oh yeah, I I love that. You can use cheaper cuts of meat in a crock mm-hmm. pot because they'll they'll cook and it's a wrap around kind of heat, but they'll they'll cook and uh, become so tender. Whereas in other uh, kinds of cooking, they'll uh, not be so tender and they'll stay stay tough. I'm going to play another little uh, ad here and be right back. Would you like to have Cooking with the Hazelnuts as a podcast? You can subscribe manually. The URL is http colon slash slash acbradio.org slash hazelnuts.xml Thank you for listening. And Another you can good voice. find us and you can search for the hazelnuts or cooking with the hazelnuts on iTunes and find us there. Yay. We are so really happy. excited to be on iTunes, we by the way. We are. We are. Um, so I, uh, gosh, you mentioned chocolate earlier, Ty, and I know I had a recipe for chocolate fondue that you can make with um, cocoa and sugar and milk and all that. But I also one year got a gigantic Hershey kiss for Christmas from someone. And I thought, there's no way I'm going to eat this, like just by itself. So I melted it and I turned it into a wonderful fondue, had people over and we dipped into it with bananas and other fruit and, mm. pr- and marshmallows and pound cake and oh yum! I got one of those too. You know what I did with mine? You probably ate it. I bit the top right off of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. What I did with mine. Yeah. Well, That's you know, what I, I would have done with it. Yeah. <laughs> I used to always bite the ears off of the bunnies. Those white bunnies. Oh, I love those chocolate bunnies, man. Mm-hmm. I just had to bite those ears off. <laughs> When I, I felt sorry for the rabbit after. <laughs> so I tried to bite some off the bottom of it, you know, off the stand. 
and sort of try to patch the ear on. <laughs> so I was, you know, kind of young at the time. I think I was maybe 18. No, not really. <laughs> About seven, maybe, or six. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, how about another recipe real quick? Well, I used to uh, make hot cider in my crock Oh, yeah. Pot. Cinnamon and, sticks? Yes, cinnamon sticks, cloves, um, uh, nutmeg, uh, and just <clears throat> heat up that cider. Uh, and then at the and also uh, sometimes a uh, stick of butter in the cider. Oh man, it just mm, once it's once that butter's melted and the cider's not nice and hot, just take a ladle and spoon it into cups and uh, well you put we, a little shot of something. That's in there? what we used to do in the <laughs> dorm. We had a we had some whiskey that we <laughs> and uh, yeah and it or rum you know and at holiday time Halloween mm-hmm. right through Christmas hot cider man you do that and you'll be one of the most popular people around <laughs> i will bet you think you can't make a meatloaf in a crock pot oh yeah you can, well, you but can. tell us how tell us how right. wish i knew oh <laughs> um <laughs> make your meatloaf the normally or normally the way you'd make it so let's say uh an egg onions some garlic and onion, um, cracker crumbs or bread crumbs, milk or ketchup, you know, your basic meatloaf recipe. So make it your own. Shape it round. And I don't mean like a ball. I mean shape it so that it looks like a, a donut without a hole in it, but yeah. flatten it out. Round but flat on the bottom. Kind round of. but flat on the bottom and mm-hmm. the top. Yep. Leave a little room around it. Yep, mm-hmm. and set a rack in the crock pot. Set the oh, meatloaf okay. on top of the rack. Okay. And uh, put it on low. Let her go for about six, seven hours. And then you're probably going to think, oh, this is just too weird. Turn it up on high. Mm-hmm. Take the cover off. Let her go for about 45 minutes to an hour. And it'll actually brown up in there. Oh, good. Voila. Your crockpot meatloaf is ready. So you don't, uh, you don't brown it at all beforehand? You, that take, and nope. you don't have to flip it over? Nope. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, does that it, sound you don't good? Have to. It really works. I bet it does. I yeah. bet it does. To actually try to flip it over, I don't think it would be stable enough. I think it would yeah, probably fall true. apart. It probably would, yeah. But uh, you take it out of the crock pot and let it rest for about 10 minutes, if you can. <laughs> and it will finish setting up. You carve that up. Have some baked potato or a salad or something on the side, whatever you'd like. Maybe a little hominy. Um, oh, you got a meal fit for me. Do you have a juice at the bottom under the rack that's worth using? Not really. Okay. It when it browns up, most of the <clears throat> drippings are gone. I meant um, Ty. You mentioned uh, different things with beans. Um, I've made homemade baked homemade baked beans. I've made uh, black beans, black bean soup, um, 
but one of my and those are all fun but one of my favorites is um now i've heard it called split pea soup and i've heard it called green pea soup but when i've ever had both of those in the canned variety i really didn't like the um the split pea kind but the green pea kind is what this what i have made tastes like it's thick and creamy and so I take two bags of green peas. But see, even dried, they're called green and they're called split. So I don't, I don't understand this, but you might know, Randy. But then I add, um, I add uh, water, um, pretty full amount, actually, even in the crock pot, even though they say that. But I more than cover them because after a while they're going to absorb all the water and you're going to still want more water. I add um, a, a couple of carrots, a potato or two, some garlic, um, maybe uh, three large bouillon cubes or six of the small ones. And... Um, I think that's about it. And I let it cook, and the potato mellows it out. Oh, and then a while into it, I also add some... I usually use turkey ham, but you could use any kind of ham you want or bacon. And I never even have to puree it because those beans cook up so much that it's like it's like they're mashed and thick. And um, that and the, the party mix... Um, Chex Mix, both of those need stirring because it starts to stick to the side and you don't want it to burn. That does need stirring. But, oh, man, I mean, when you're done with that and the next the next day that it's so thick the spoon will stand up in it, um, it is really, really a good soup. So how do you convert, I, I guess... Um, when I cook stuff, I never actually follow a recipe. I kind of look at something. So, like, my spaghetti sauce is nothing close to the recipe I found. Mm-hmm. Do you tend to do that with crockpot recipes? Like, I like cooking with herbs, um, basil, and things like that. But I don't know how that would actually translate. So, he was talking about his spaghetti sauce and chicken and potatoes. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, you know, that'd be really good with some, some basil or something else to kind of go in there. Oh, I always DR mine up before I put everything in. Um, so, if you want to add spices, just add them in at the beginning. At the beginning, if they're raw, it's better to add them at the end. But if they're dried, it's good to add them at the beginning. That's, yeah, good point. Yeah. Um, but okay, yeah. So that's when I put my fresh, my fresh herbs going at the end of yeah. cooking. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, there's nothing like um, experimenting um, a little bit, you know, to know, get to know what you like. But um, I, I know that um, uh, some herbs, well, I know that that vegetable soup called for um, peppercorns rather than the ground pepper. And they seem to say that in some cases it was better to put in the whole herb uh, rather than the ground herb at the beginning. But if it's, like we said, if it's raw, 
then it's better to put that in toward the end. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, and now it's time for... <laughs> oh, wait. Yes, it is. Now it's time for... And we have it's about your 13 turn. minutes. It's time. Okay. Hold on. Where is this? Now, where are you? I just... Uh, I just had... Here we go. It's time for Sound Bite Bite Bite. Now it's time for Sound Bite Bite Bite. bite yeah! Bite. Bite, bite, bite. I love that. I know. <laughs> that was a creation that we did. Uh, Debbie had a terrible cold, like the one that I've been hassled with. So, here we go. When making chili on top of the stove, or any soups, or anything in your crock pot, and you want to add some dry ingredients... Like uh, chili powder, salt, whatever dry ingredients you want to add. Don't leave the spoon in as you're adding dry ingredients. (laughs) If you do, you will get all of the ingredients, most likely, all over the handle of your spoon or implement like a a spurtle. (laughs) Um, And we'll talk about a spurtle in a moment. So take your implement out of your crock pot or off your pan out of your pan put your seasoning in stir it up you won't have any hassle and you don't want you won't have any mess either well the other no, reason go ahead well also if you leave that spoon in and it's metal it might be mighty hot when you come back oh, yeah <laughs> uh, when i was talking about a spurtle a spurtle is made either out of bamboo or uh, I think it's called focaccia, focaccia, acacia wood. That's not Something a spoon like with a girdle. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe your stuff is. <laughs> Has these little things that? Well, never mind. <laughs> I had one. But anyway, in. we haven't laughed enough. <laughs> no, but it's a, like a spoon with a handle on it, and it's made out of this wood. Mm-hmm. And then some of them even have holes at the bottom so it will drain your liquid off if you want. Mm. And there's about three different kinds. And some you can stir up uh, or take out peanut butter out of a jar, stir things in a pan and won't scratch your pan. And it's like the world's best wooden spoon you could ever have. That's a spurtle. And that is the end of the sound. Oh, okay. Now, I don't have to play that again at the end, do I? No. And we'll just. As long as we Yeah, you go. <laughs> cut it off. Now it's time for sound bite. I know it is. Cut it off, but not quite fast enough. <laughs> Very good, Deb. <laughs> well, we got a, we got an extra bite in there. Oh my goodness. Wow. So, yeah, you know, and there are a lot of other kinds of slow cookers out there. Crockpots are one kind. Um, have either of you ever heard of or had a Nesco? Yep. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I love my Nesco. Oh, do you still have one? Got one. The other one got all rusted out. Mm. 
Well, I used to use one of mine for mas- for stones when I did massage, but I had another one, and I ended up turning it into a place for paraffin wax. <laughs> but before I did that, really? I actually cooked out of it a lot. I cooked a lot of the same kinds of things that I used um, a crock pot for, but it has more of a temperature control, and it's a metal oblong... Um, device that has a cook well that you can take out but it's oblong and they have different sizes yeah they have different sizes and um oh i used to you know love to cook in that um we've done hams beautiful hams turkeys and you can get uh, does different size ones yeah you can they basically have just a knob and a timer control Mm-hmm. One for temperature and one for timer. I didn't have a timer on mine, just a knob for temperature. Um, but I, I, again, I used to bring it to where I worked at the time and have uh, something in it already prepared that we would heat up, maybe a soup or, or a casserole that we would heat up and have for part of the potluck lunch or something. One of the things, one of the recipes that it had that I never tried but I always thought would be really innovative was they said you can make you can make lasagna and what you do is you make it flattened out but then you take each strip of it in all of its layers and roll it up and then and then take each one of those and put it on its end so that it's standing up um, so that it's it's standing up vertically on on its on each end on one end, um, and to do that with several of them, and then pour more sauce over it and cook it that way. And now it's play time to play for a guessing game. Okay. What do I do after the hazelnuts show? <laughs> you go and eat. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> you go and eat. Yes, indeed. And what will it be? This Believe evening? it or not, I've got some bran muffins ready. And uh, they have some ape or apricots in them. Oh, not apricots or apricots? Yeah. Not that you're eating them with ape. <laughs> like like those rat sandwiches that you talked about oh last God. week. Yeah, <laughs> we were talking about rat sandwiches, and I told him it sounded like he was saying rat. <laughs> yeah, it was, that sounds uh, wonderful. Do you have a crockpot recipe for that? <laughs> yeah, you've never had one of my rat sandwiches, have you? We have about five minutes left. Do we? Yes, we do. Uh, who's going to take us out of here when we're done? Is Larry going to? Or are no, you going to? I am. Larry's gone. I'm in the driver's seat, honey. (laughs) Oh, my. I'm scared now. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, oh, I know. You keep mentioning these bran muffins, and I wanted to say that you can bake in a crock pot. But crock pot cakes. Yes, you can. They say that it's better to bake things that are more dense. Um, like a fruit cake, or you could do a steamed pudding, or um, you could do you could do something that's meant to be more of a dense kind of a a bread or a cake. 
but it's recommended to bake in something. They talk about different kinds of pans. One I saw talked about a souffle pan. I used to bake in coffee cans and put the coffee can in the crock pot. And that way, um, they said it's better to bake in something else rather than the, just the crock pot itself. Oh, interesting. I've never done that. Yeah. Um, I wasn't that I've heard crazy you can, about it, but yeah. I've heard you can also do like a cheesecake in, yep. in one of those. I have ter- heard that too, and I've seen the recipe, but I've never okay. tried it. Um, I think you have to put it in a water bath first, don't you? I don't recall that, but that might be the case. I know with the flourless chocolate cake recipe that doesn't go in the crock pot, um, they recommend a bath for that. But I know somebody who made it and did not. Same with risotto. I've always heard you have to stir it, stir it, stir it. But I know somebody who's made it and, and didn't. And they said that... Uh, somebody else that I read today said that risotto does not do as well in the crock pot. I know we aren't going to get time for this, so we're not going to actually do a pressure cooker. No, because it's not today. a slow cooker. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but what I was will that tell you that ris- Oh, go ahead, Ty. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, That's all right. No, I was just saying that I, I was I was told that cheesecakes required a water bath as well. Okay, I will um, look that I up. I made my first cheesecake. A couple, oh, a couple of weeks ago, actually, and we did not do a water bath, um, and it came out perfect. So hey, I cool. don't know. Um, I, I kind of changed up the recipe a little bit, and cheesecake's one of the fun things that you can do that with. Hmm. Um, but I did not require a water bath, and I didn't notice a difference. Well, I will look that up, but that's really good to know, both sides of that. Yeah. And, Randy, what were you wanting to say? Oh, I was just going to say that risotto... Mm-hmm. You can make in a pressure cooker, and it does not require stirring. That is really cool. So, yeah, and we'll talk about that, guys. Good. What do we want to talk about next week? Do you have any thoughts or plans? Well, let's talk about pressure type cooking, maybe. Okay, not to um, put you un- under ta- pressure about it or anything. <laughs> <laughs> talk about maybe your oven a little bit if you get it. Not yes. that sure maybe we'll cook. Yeah. But you can explain it maybe to yes. the audience. Yes. All right. And I'll talk about some of the dishes that I have cooked uh, and uh, talk about some of the dishes that, that a lot of other people I know cook. Okay. Well, that sounds really good. Um, got about one minute left. I know. And I did not play our contact info. What's cooking? We would love to know. Leave us voicemail at 206-350-8763. Email us, hazelnuts at acbradio.org. On Twitter at acbhazelnuts. And um, I just want to say again, Ty, what a thrill it is to have had you here tonight. And I hope you'll come back. Yeah, thank you, definitely, and thanks for having me. Oh, I'm just, I'm honored. I wish we could give you some good food to take with you, you know, but at least maybe some food for thought, and I'm just really uh, going to write to Here's the list. Here's some virtual candy for you. <laughs> I can't. Thanks. All right, some chocolate, <laughs> melted chocolate. 
So thanks again, and uh, we'll be back next week right here on the Hazelnuts, probably in, back in a pre-recorded show. You think, Randy? Probably, yeah. Probably, but we'll unless do they this just again. love this. But we'll do this again. <laughs> I think this was great. We will. All right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Again for being here. <laughs>